Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Millennial Business Podcast, where we source the top thought leaders and entrepreneurs from around the world to teach millennials how to live, lead, create, and earn like the most successful men and women in all industries. This is the advice you wish they taught you in school. So sit back, grab your pen and paper, and make sure you are ready, because this is a podcast by a millennial for the millennials that is going to change your life. Okay, guys, welcome back to another episode of the Millennial Business Podcast. I'm so excited to be joined by my beautiful Bali friend, Laura, who I met at at an event in Bali. She's an absolute boss babe. I have watched her go from one strength to the next. So Laura, thank you so much for joining me on the show today. Yeah, I'm so excited. Thank you so much for having me. So pumped. <laughs> You're welcome. I feel like we've been sort of, we've been chatting about doing, we, we had a couple of incidences with the podcast last week of not being able to attend both of us different reasons. So I'm excited that we are finally recording. So thank you for joining me. Right? Third time's always a charm. <laughs> exactly. All right. So just to begin with, so you can share a little bit uh, to the audience about who you actually are. Could you share your story and how you got to where you are today? Just sort of a cut down version because it's, I know I've heard it before and it's such an amazing story. So I'd love for you to share it with the audience. 100%. So I was actually a nurse for four years. I was a pediatric oncology nurse. Uh, never really realized how stuffed I was as a nurse. I was just kind of going about my day to day. And then my boyfriend invited me to Thailand and I was 27 years old, had never traveled in my life. And then it was there in Thailand with my boyfriend at the time where everything cracked open and made me want to scream. And I was like, holy wow, I'm stuck and I cannot be a nurse anymore. So then I went back to my nursing job after visiting Thailand, started growing my Instagram and started a travel blog just because I thought that was a secret to, you know, live the digital nomad life. Like we all are like travel blog, let's go. Uh, started growing that and at the same time was growing my Instagram and people were asking me how I was growing so quickly. And it was back when bots were a thing. I was like a bot queen. So I know we're all guilty. We all tested bots, like whatever. <laughs> so I was teaching influencers how to grow their Instagrams with like bots and automations and how to help them with like brand deals and getting free hotel stays. But I never really took it seriously. I like didn't know you could actually make money online doing that. I was just kind of helping people for free. And then I got broken up with my my boyfriend and I was devastated. We'd been dating for two years and this random girl from the internet, from Instagram, this French girl, beautiful Lola, invites me to Bali to mend my broken heart. So I save up enough paid time off from my nursing job to be able to go to Bali for three weeks. And while I'm there for the second time, I'm like, okay, this is the universe pulling me to Bali. I love it so much. I see all these amazing entrepreneurs doing their thing, making money online. Like, why can I not do that too? So then um, the the trip is over. I go back home and I get fired from my nursing job three days later. That's a whole other story in and of itself of like how I got fired. It was basically, yeah, we won't go the how I got fired, but I got fired. So then I took it as a sign that I needed to move to Bali. I was like, okay, obviously, like I didn't know about law of attraction, manifestation, anything, but I was like, this is definitely a sign. 
So then I call my mom as I'm crying in the parking lot after getting fired. I'm like, mom, I got fired. And she was surprisingly like not that upset. But then I told her I was moving to Bali and she was like, okay. She really wanted me to stay and get another nursing job and save up more money. But I was like, no, like I'm moving to Bali. So I packed my bags, moved to Bali the next month with like no freaking idea how I was going to make money online. I had a personal brand that I built, but I wasn't like selling anything. So my idea was that I would start with Instagram and just make Instagram my truth. And that's how I was going to, yeah, teach other people how to grow on Instagram. So that was like, yeah, the start of everything. And now it's been a year and a half since I've been in Bali and my business has just skyrocketed. I'm doing something completely different. So it's really cool to see the journey. Yeah. yeah. It's awesome because I've watched the journey. I feel like we potentially moved to Bali around the same time. We were in the same coaching program yeah. and we both I don't think we liked it. <laughs> I ended up getting out of it. So that was like my first in coaching. Yeah. My first investment in coaching was like not a good investment, but all the other ones since have been good. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's been amazing to watch you go from strength to strength because you started out. I remember when we we're in the coaching program and you were so excited because you did your first webinar, you sold your first online courses and you were so ecstatic that you had finally made money on the internet. You were just like, Oh my God, I made money on the internet. Like yeah. you were so mind blown. And then yeah. now see where your business is probably just over about a year later. It's yeah. insane. The growth that you've had. So Could crazy. Talk- it made goosebumps. Yeah. Could you talk a little bit about sort of what you started with in your business and the direction that you've gone with it because it's changed a lot in the past year. So I started off with the Instagram course. So I was mainly, it was a course for influencers to teach them how to work with brands, grow their Instagram, get free hotel stays. And I launched that course when I I basically for six months gave people free value. I grew my Facebook group, my email list, and I launched it. So crazy. The launch actually made $10,000 the first time I launched And it was weird because I had that little like Rachel Hollis start today planner. I don't know if you guys ever had those, but every single day in my little planner, I'd write, I want to make $10,000 for my launch. Like no idea. I was secretly like manifesting that. So I launched it in Thailand, but it like wasn't very fulfilling to me. Like I was just like, I feel like I'm just helping people like grow on Instagram. It just doesn't feel... I don't know. I felt like I could give back more. Mm -hmm. So then I was like, maybe I need a business coach. Cause I still, I did it all by myself. Like I didn't know that coaching was a thing yet. So then I was like, maybe I need a business coach and they can help me figure out like what I could do with this. So then the next day I hired Marissa Liz. I was like obsessed with her energy. I literally like discovered her that day and like hired her that day. And then she helped (laughs) me become a business coach, which I didn't even know I could be a business coach. Uh, So she helped me put like the frameworks and the systems and the foundations in place for me to like scale my business more. So then I got into business coaching, um, was helping new coaches and new entrepreneurs build their personal brands, help them grow on social media, help them build out like their signature offers and help them with like sales and marketing and launching, which is just so crazy. Like I didn't know that I could teach people these things. Like I, I had never heard of online coaching. Like it was all so new to me. The only business coach I knew of at the time was like Amanda Bucci. So then I did this for a couple months. I invested in my first high level mastermind, which was like so scary. My business was growing, 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 but it was all based on strategy. I didn't know anything about mindset. So then 
I was having like inconsistent months. Um, I started not really believing in myself. I went to Pace to be brave, the event with Angie Lee. And I just saw all these other online coaches doing something similar to me. And then I got really down on myself and I was like, I'm not as good as them. I started comparing myself and then my business kind of just I was still making money, but not as much. Like it just kind of felt misaligned and I just was very lost. So that's when I kind of shifted and I discovered mindset and personal development. And that was like the missing piece to my business. So I invested into a mindset program. I discovered NLP and now I feel much more aligned with everything. Um, and I'm actually getting NLP certified in September. So that's really, really exciting. So I'm obsessed with like now manifestation, law of attraction, abundance, all of that. So I kind of had to go on this journey to actually find the alignment, if that makes sense. Totally. And I think that's such a, it's, it seems to be a journey that a lot of people who have their own businesses take, they get into it thinking, oh yeah, I want to make money. I want to have freedom or whatever it is, but they don't actually realize how much mindset work is involved in having a business. It's insane. It's bananas. It's so bananas. Um, What are some of the, because you said you were struggling with self-doubt and and not trusting yourself and comparing yourself to other people. What were some of the the personal development or um, mindset exercises that helped you the most when you were struggling with those things? Yeah. So for me, um, I started doing EFT tapping, which stands for emotional freedom technique. So I, um, I started doing that. So for those of you who haven't, don't know what that is, definitely go on YouTube and YouTube that because it's life changing. And then I, um, I had to mute some people on, on social media. So for example, um, like anyone who triggers you. So a trigger is basically just maybe someone who has what you want and, or maybe you're just like not doing things that they're doing and certain people online will trigger you and certain people won't. So for example, like manifestation babe makes millions of dollars, but she doesn't trigger me, but maybe there's somebody else in the space who does. So maybe muting people so that you're not seeing their content all the time and thinking like, oh, she's doing this. Oh, she's doing this. I need to be doing that too sort of thing. The other thing was channeling my 2.0 like alter ego version of myself or my higher self. That made all the difference for me is was kind of doing not so much of like the soup, like the superficial work, but more of the identity work, like shifting into the identity of somebody who doesn't like give us, am I allowed to curse on this podcast? (laughs) I'm like someone who doesn't give a fuck about what other people think of her. Someone who show, cause I was also kind of nervous to show up live on Facebook. So somebody who doesn't, isn't scared to show up live on Facebook. Uh, someone who speaks her truth is so authentic and genuine. And how does this person, yeah, like shifting into the identity of someone like that. So for me, that was manifestation, babe. So I would like channel my alter ego 2.0 Laura slash Catherine Zenkino manifestation, babe. And like I started implementing morning routines. And then after listening to her podcast, I created these hard beliefs for myself. So every time I would have a limiting belief about, I don't know, maybe, maybe somebody would say no to me on a sales call. Well, I have the hard belief that it's this or something better. Maybe like I would be sad if I didn't hit a certain income goal month. Well, I have the hard belief that my success is inevitable. 
maybe like I like in business, there really are no rules. Like I think sometimes we think we have to talk about certain things on our Instagram stories or talk about certain things on our Facebook lives in order to get clients. But I have the hard belief now that when I put inspiration into something that's backed by service, I get paid for it. No matter if I just go live and talk about like a crazy thing that happened in Bali or whatever, like it doesn't have to be so business oriented. It can be fun. The hard belief that like money and clients are always coming to me asking how they can work with me, like kind of getting more into that abundant flow instead of that scarcity of everybody already has a business coach. And then the other thing that I really struggled with was like, like putting all the, the weight on my shoulders to get my clients results if they were investing into my coaching. Um, So just also having the hard belief knowing that I create a safe space for my clients to have the most epic transformations and like the right teachings, the right trainings are always going to flow out of me and clients are always going to get what they need from my coaching. So doing like the EFT tapping and tapping these hard, positive beliefs into myself so that now anything that doesn't go with these beliefs is just not the truth. Um, that really helped me. That's amazing. I absolutely love that because it's something that everybody can implement and it can be so life-changing when you start to believe these sorts of things. And it's funny actually, because I was talking to my business partner yesterday and she's in a situation in her life right now that is bringing up a lot of limiting beliefs, like a lot, a lot, a lot. She's really struggling. I was saying to her on the phone, okay, well, these situations are bringing up your limiting beliefs. You either have the choice to continue to believe that limiting belief and let it take control of you or you can choose a new thought process that you want to have or a thought and pattern that you want to have when these situations are coming up and, and just refuse to believe anything besides that new thought pattern. So it's funny that this is like a more official term of what I was actually telling my business partner yesterday. I love that. Yeah, it's so true. And I think where a lot of, a lot of it, people may mess up is if you've been, if you've had this limiting belief for a really long time, like years, like the limiting belief of I'm not good enough or I'm not worthy, it's going to take a lot of time to rewire your subconscious mind to believe this new belief. So sometimes people will maybe put like, I don't know, like sticky notes on their walls or like whatever. Um, and they'll see the affirmations. But honestly, the EFT tapping has made such a big difference for me. So doing the EFT tapping in the morning every single day when I wake up has yeah, really helped me like dr- drill those ho- those positive affirmations into my brain. It's not yeah. just like something I'll, I'll say when I wake up, you know? Yeah, I love that. I would like to dive a little bit more into, you mentioned um, in your story that when you got a business coach and you were figuring out what you were actually going to offer after you'd been selling these online courses, that it all came down to strategy. Before you got to the mindset part, it all was about the strategy. What are some of, to begin with, like what are some of the strategies that you guys went through to actually figure out like what you wanted to do with your business? Because there could be some people listening to this thinking, oh, I do want to start something, but I'm just not quite sure what I want to do. Like, how did you figure that out? Honestly, okay, so this is where I maybe even messed up, is like, I I kind of just absorb what everyone else says. So when I was on the enrollment call with my coach, she was like, well, you could be a business coach. So I just said, okay, like, that's what I'll do. Without really tuning into my own inner compass to figure it out. So then I had to do the business coaching, which I'm still doing business coaching, but now it's more like Laura style because now there's like the manifestation, the law of attraction, like all the spiritual fun, like yeah. Laura writes to yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, how do we will? But I think that 
honestly, you just have to try things out first to figure it out. Like I've had clients who it took them like two months to actually figure out what it was they wanted to do. I think a lot of times people kind of, they think that they need to figure it out right away or the opposite happens where they take like four months to try to nail their niche and they haven't even accomplished anything because they want their niche to be perfect or their ideal client to be perfect. But honestly, like you can create whatever the F you want and like put it out there. Like it doesn't have to be perfect. You don't have to have like the perfect ideal client or the perfect niche. I think some, so many times like we get stuck in like those little details instead of just creating what we want to create and putting it out in the world. And then maybe it fails, maybe not, but at least we like tried something instead of sitting on an idea for months and months. So I don't know if that answered your question. If I just went on a tangent. No, well, yeah, totally. That's, and that's what I tell people as well. When they, when they don't know what they want to do, go and try some things. Like what you make a decision and you decide after two or three months, you don't like that just pivot and do something else. Like it's totally fine to do something else. But I think people attach so much of their, or they attach too much on how they're perceived by the outside world. So they think, oh, well, if I try this for a couple of months and then it doesn't work and everyone's going to think I'm silly because I'm now changing to do something else. In reality, no one cares if you, no one cares. cares. Like everyone is just in their own lane doing their own thing. So like if you want to try something and then change, go for gold. So yeah, it, to- yeah. it totally makes sense what you just yeah. said. And, and you mentioned as well that, um, when you did decide you wanted to do coaching, you sort of had to figure out the systems and strategies for your coaching mm-hmm. business and how you were actually going to structure that. Is there, could you share a little bit about the, the systems that you implemented with your coaching business? Yeah. So like, I didn't even know about Slack or Voxer or like having like an online course library or Calendly or doing bi-weekly calls, group coaching calls. Like I didn't know any of this. Like I just didn't know how to put it all together. Like the, I guess the menu of your coaching program. The other thing too is like when you're new, it's called an NLP, it's called modeling. It's like you model after your mentors. So my first program was really modeled after like my business mentors because that's all I knew, right? And so I also would get stuck in the limiting belief of like my copying, um, but it's not necessarily copying. It's a term called modeling. So it's like my, my business was like weekly group calls, bi-weekly one-on-one calls, boxer support, three-month program. This is the price. And it was like all the same menu as my mentors, which like you are able to kind of create whatever menu you want for your program. But then I had to kind of restructure that later on to kind of fit more what I want and my, my freedom lifestyle and like restructure things a bit. Yeah. But that, that was like all like literally that I didn't even have that when I first started coaching, I didn't even know. Like I knew the framework to take a new online coach, like the way I had to take her from like not knowing what she wanted to do all the way to scaling to like 5k months. Like I knew I needed to give her a framework, but yeah, I just didn't know how to put my program together, which is so funny. Yeah. I love that because it shows that really you don't have to like people, I feel put so much expectations on them, so many expectations on themselves. They have to do this course or they have to know this or they have to have a structure in place or modalities or whatever it is before they can start. But I love yeah. that you started and you worked it out along the way. I think that's the sign of a really fantastic entrepreneur is somebody who actually just jumps in head first and figures everything out along the way. Because sure. if you procrastinate on starting, then 
you're never going to start. You might as well just get started and figure everything out. So yeah, I love yeah. that that was your journey. I think it's such an amazing thing because now <laughs> you've figured everything out and your business has like quadrupled, like exploded. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So crazy. Yeah. I literally just, I, don't, I can't even begin to describe, but yeah. And I think the secret to all of it and like the whole year and a half journey has been authenticity. I really do believe that authenticity is the secret to success. And it's like your only job online is to be the most you that you can be. So for example, I don't know. I, I think that where it gets messy is like when you put too much pressure on yourself, when you want things to be perfect, when maybe you attach your self-worth to a client goal or an income goal, or when you see that she she's launching a free challenge, like she's launching a webinar, she has the perfect email funnel. But the secret is that like, that's not it. It's like you need to kind of tune into your own like intuition, your own, like just be authentic online and just trust in the universe and know that whatever your higher self wants you to have, it's already yours. You just need to say yes to yourself and believe it's already yours and just believe that your success is inevitable. Yeah. I love that because we're the only, I believe we're the only people that are holding ourselves back. There's no one else holding us back. It's yeah. not the government. It's not your mom or dad. It's not, it's not anything. It's just you. So yeah. if you actually take responsibility, decide to take massive action towards your goals, then eventually, no matter what, you're going to achieve them because you're taking yeah. action to get yourself there. Whereas if you yeah. let other people's opinions and, and, or try to show up as somebody that you're not, then it's going to be a lot harder to achieve your goals. So yeah, I love that. And I love that you brought up the topic of authenticity as well, because I think that's actually one thing that I've noticed from your Instagram is even though you're now doing business coaching, you're still showing up and showing everyone what it's like to live in Bali and, and showing everyone about the freedom lifestyle, which is what you were doing potentially like with your blog and trying to grow your personal brand to begin with. There are so many business coaches out there that just focus on business content, but the freedom lifestyle and Bali is completely a part of your life and who you are as a person. So you're still showing up and, and letting people see your world, which I think is absolutely fantastic and super important when you are trying to grow a brand and be as authentic as possible is to make sure you are always in alignment and like sharing your truth with everyone. So yeah. Actually, it's so true. It's like, it's, it's not like, I think people in business and the online coaching space, they think that like, if I do these certain things, then I'll get this certain outcome, yeah. but integrating into your life just the you being 100% yourself is actually going to result in the things it's going to result in the 10 K months, the standout brand, the dream clients, like the fun, the flow, the adventures. It's yeah. That I think that's the secret that maybe people, people think they have to do certain things to get the outcome, but they just have to be themselves. <laughs> exactly. I love it. Laura, thank you so much for joining me. I feel like you provided so much value on today's episode and I absolutely loved everything that we talk about. Usually sometimes with people I'm interviewing, I'm like looking at the time to make sure that like we don't go over or whatever, but with you, I just like got completely lost in the time. So <laughs> thank you so much. I loved it. I had so much fun chatting to you. Uh, where can they find you online if they want to, if they want to hear more about you? Yeah. So you can follow me on Instagram. It's travel with an underscore to the beat. I used to be obsessed with music festivals. That's why it's that. And then my website is just um, www.laurenise.com. It's N-I-E-S-E.com. So yay! find me on Instagram. That's where I hang. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's where everyone hangs pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> 
You heard it, guys. If you want to go and talk to Laura, chat to her about any of her business coaching or anything that you've heard on today's episode, please go and shoot her a DM on Insta. Um, And until the next episode, I'll see you later. Bye. Want even more amazing content to listen to or watch? Head over to my Instagram at Taylor Victoria. That's T-A-Y-L-O-R dot V-I-C-T-O-R-I-A-A, where you will get so much more epic content, plus you'll be able to find the link to my YouTube channel. If you head over to my YouTube channel, you will see a whole bunch of videos around mindset, personal development, and how you can become the best version of you possible. Oh, and if you have a spare minute, I would absolutely love if you could subscribe so that I can share my message with the world. Until the next episode, stay awesome, implement what you heard on this episode, and take Take action towards creating your dream life. Bye.